Yo, what's good? It's your girl Wilhelmina Jones, aka the Empress Raw, checking in live right now for another episode of Straight Raw. And I have a very special guest in the bitty with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, please. Hey guys, it's your girl Miami Tip, the one and only, the infamous. Yes, 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 yes. And thank you so much, you know, for coming through. Like, one thing I could always say, like, you're going to come through. If you say you're going to come through, I'm coming. You coming. I'm like, coming. Thank yeah. you for having me. Yes, yes. Appreciate <laughs> you for coming, man. And so much has happened since, you know, the last time that I've interviewed you. And mm -hmm. I'll never forget how, you know, you gave me the exclusive after um, the accident and everything. And just to see, what year was that? 2012 well the accident was 2012 when you interviewed me might have been like two years after mm. so since like 14 20 you think it was that long ago i don't know but i mean I've, we it was back it's back there though yeah right right <laughs> right but you did give me an exclusive you feel me and i'll never forget that because it was such a crazy time in your life and just to see how far You've come like since then from being an artist to being on Love and Hip Hop to having a book out right now. So, yes. yes, I just wanted to, you know, touch bases with you and everything and see what's going on and, you know, where you at now, where you headed. Um, the book has dropped. When did the book drop, actually? The book? Bottom line. Yes, the bottom line. Um, if the book, the paperback just dropped maybe like last month um but i had it on ebook since like 2016 but i mm -hmm. wrote the book in 2012 like wow. while i was recovering and stuff mm -hmm. i was writing i took like two years off like just away from everybody and i was writing not that it took the whole two years to write but mm -hmm. <laughs> um, congratulations thank you thank you that. you know that's definitely an accomplishment and I remember just watching you on Twitter and mm -hmm. the stories all the time right? that you always and I used to be like, listen, this is like a and book. those were true like, stories, though. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. So tell me more about the book. What is this book actually about? Well, the book is called The Bottom Line. Once again, um, it's an anthology about 10 different females, 10 different women from 10 different walks of life and how they end up in the strip club and you know some get swallowed up in the game some make it out some become be successful some become drug addicts some you know are forced into the game because of their upbringing and you know their parents and how they were raised and stuff like that some girls just did it because they loved attention or because their friends were doing it mm -hmm. so um and i wrote the book just because at that time when when i fell and when i came back to dancing was um it wasn't as popular as it is now. Mm -hmm. And everybody just used to look at dancers like, oh, she's a dancer, she's a hoe, she's a slut, she's a freak, she can't never be anything in life. You know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. it's the same thing as, you know, men that hustle. Everybody has a reason. Nobody just wakes up and say, oh, I, this is what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? You go through things that just triggered you to do it. And, and for some of us, it's a, it's a stepping stone. Some of us get caught up, and then some of us, it's just a way of life. So I just wanted to explain to everybody that, you know, dancers are not what they think they are. You know, we're human, too. Everybody has a story, and I just, that's why I wrote the book. 
True, true, true. And what was your reason for actually, you know, starting to dance? Well, um, that lifestyle. I started. I tr- I tried to start when I was like sixteen, but my mom was in jail. Um, I didn't have nobody. My baby daddy ended up going to jail. I didn't have any money. I was. I had to. Like my mom had a two bedroom apartment. I had to pay the rent. I was working at McDonald's. That was never gonna work. Um, and so how old were you said when this? Sixteen. And, but mm-hmm. I had a friend. She was sixteen also. She was already doing it, but she had like a fake ID. And she told me to come try it, and I tried it. And then, like two weeks later, I lied to them, and I told them that I came from Jamaica and I lost <laughs> all my all my identification, whatever. So they was like, okay, well, you know, just make sure you get it. And then, like two weeks later, they asked me for my ID, and I had to stop. Wow, <laughs> and I was mad. And where did you actually get your start? Where was the first club you danced at? I want um right here, um Angels. Really? Yep. Wow. And so angels was angels. Coming from angels <laughs> to KOD, like I remember actually being a fan first mm-hmm. of Tip Drill. Like everybody wanted to come and see Tip Drill. What's good with Tip Drill? And you used to hit that pole all the way to the top mm-hmm. and fall and split. <laughs> like, how do you like? Is that self-taught? Like, how do you learn how to dance? Because me and Envy and Shay trying to get some lessons. <laughs> <laughs> well, dancing was naturally in me. Like, I grew up in dance groups. I always, you know, was very energetic, always an uh, entertainer. I, I've been used to being in front of crowds and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I started dancing, I would, like, because I was in the booty shaking groups, I would booty shake on stage, like, in the strip club, where <laughs> everybody is, like, fine and sexy. I'm this little petite thing and just full of energy and just booty shaking. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but they liked it. It was different from what everybody else was doing. Um, So dancing was already in me and just being on a stage. Like when I first started dancing, girls are usually scared. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared from the first day. You was just ready to rock right ready. now. <laughs> I was ready to go. Yes, <laughs> yes. Now I get scared. You know. Really? I yeah. I don't know why. That's crazy to me. I, I don't think <laughs> anybody backwards. would ever expect for you to be scared how you always just Nervous. handle, you know, know stage. Why. And I mean, I've heard celebrities shoot you out in different records and mm-hmm. all that. So how do you deal with that level of fame and then moving into the music industry? Like, was that helpful for you or you feel like? It definitely was helpful because it was, um, you know, I've always been humble. And so people always... Whatever I ask, if I ask, if I ask for a favor, they're always willing. You know what I'm saying? Because they mm-hmm. remember me from being real cool or helping out or you know just real humble. So people are always like, "All right, whatever you need, whatever you got going on." We, Facts, we and a lot of people you. wouldn't even know that about you. I'm pretty sure people are like, "Oh, tip, gotta be stuck up and stuff." The first like that. The, I hear it all the time. Like people be like, "I thought you were mean." Mm-hmm. I'm I like, hear that I'm too. the funniest, most <laughs> retarded, like <laughs> crazy, goofy, right. fun. Like, down I don't even know how people think that, but yes, the, the 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 strip club and the fame in the strip club definitely helped with everything because I had those connects and plugs, mm-hmm. right? So as far as music and stuff going, because, you know, I follow you on IG and stuff like that. And I know now um, recently you're into a new venture. I mm-hmm. think you were going to school for uh, film production. Film production. Mm-hmm. So what's good with as far as being an artist? Still? Um, It's too much money. <laughs> really? It's too much money. Um, I for, for me, I think where I for me, I started like I didn't go from the bottom to the top. 
I went from the top to the bottom because I already had money and it was like, you know, I was the first dancer. I know I was the first dancer. I don't care what nobody else say. I was the first one to start the whole little dancer turned rapper epidemic. Um, but like my, it, in my head, my competition or, you know, the level that I wanted to be on was Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? So now mm -hmm. I'm spending money on videos to be on that, this to type look of level, like, right? You know, spending the same money Nicki's spending. You know, not quite, but almost there mm -hmm. for the videos, the quality, um, studio time. Oh yeah, starting in Circle House, people start in their closets. True. Like I started at Circle House, and for years I would not. It took a long time for me to get comfortable just going. Gunplay is the first person that had me record in a closet. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> it took me years to really, like, figure out that you don't really need all this. Like, even if, like, I would spend 20000 on a video. What I should have did was spend 300 on a video and uh, 19700 on promotion. In March, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I didn't have the right people around me. I didn't know the business. Mm -hmm. All I knew is that I wanted to be where Nicki Minaj is, that's the status that I wanted to be. So I had to dress like that, I had to look like that, and that costs a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And then not having people around me that don't know the business and to show me, it made it worse. And I have all these people that also, they wanna take pictures for Instagram, so they like, yo, Tip, we gotta we gotta rent the Wraith for the video, and the Wraith is fucking $5,000, you know what I'm saying? So it, it like it, it was just, for me, that that's my story. Um, and then it came to a point where I was like, damn, like, cause I write down everything that I spend, everything, like every, even now to this day, but even then I wrote down everything I spent. So one day I had, um, my friend add up everything I spent and it came up to like over 250,000. And I'm like, it's all this money that I spent and it's nothing really coming back. Like even having, um, bookings and stuff like that, you know, the money was not coming back. So it got to a point where I, now all these girls is out, all these girls are twerking, all these girls is, you know what I'm saying, half naked trying to rap and that's what people are gravitating towards. I didn't want to compete with that, you know what I'm saying? Because even when, me doing music was a way out for me, a way like to get out the strip club. Them doing music is like them glorifying the strip club and I was just like, I don't want to be a part of that. Like even if you listen to my music, it's different from mm -hmm. every all the other females, you know what I'm saying? So. I just was like, being that I made all these mistakes and I really, now I got I got the, you know, I got the magic trick. Like I can take someone from here to there and, and not have them make all the mistakes that I made. So I was just like, I wanna, at least if I'm not gonna do it, let me help someone else do it. And not to say that I won't do it. Like I still do it, you know, go in the studio as a hobby if I'm bored or whatever, but I'm not doing it to where I feel like I wanna make a profit or I gotta make this money back that I spent in the studio. If I wanna shoot a video, it's just to put it out. I'm, I don't wanna spend thousand dollars on blogs and all type of mm -hmm. other craziness, you know, so I'll let someone else do it and I'll just show them how to do it. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy because a lot of people don't know how expensive it is to really break an artist or, um, like you said, just as far as quality. Mm -hmm. I know you want to come out with a certain and type of quality. Consistent. Yeah, and you being consistent, consistent. People just think, you know, oh, you could post on the gram and that's it. Like, it's, it's way Instagram. more. Instagram yeah. is not even, like, the basis of it. Even mm -hmm. if you have a big following. It's still more groundwork to right. do. You still got to get out of town. You still got to hit the road, shows, all type of stuff. Right. People don't really realize. Exactly. So. And, like, I was going on the bigger ranking tours, like, mm -hmm. two, three weeks at a time. Like, 
that take money. Then I had to have a team with me. We got to pay for hotel. We got to pay for food. We got to pay for traveling. Like, mm-hmm. it was a lot. I, I did a lot. I'm not, you know, I'm happy it all happened because it gave me the knowledge. And I just feel like even then, I've always been a businesswoman. So even doing the music, like, I had people that I called my manager, but really I was the one with the connects. You know what I'm saying? They was just doing the emailing. Well, I won't say the emailing. They was just doing the calling. I would wake up after working all night. Like, I'll come home be at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning, making all the emails so that when I wake up by 3 or 4, I, I get all the responses and I can respond to everybody or whatever. Just making everything happen. I was the one making it happen while these, I'll be, you know, I'll work 17 hours a day and these people sleeping all night and I can't even call you at 8 o'clock in the morning. And if I call you and say, hey, did you do this? Did you send this out? Did you talk to this person? Oh, I was asleep or I got high and I couldn't do it. And you know, it was that just, totally yeah, so, while. you know, I'm, 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 I feel like I've, I'm always been that per. I'm a business, just like doing music, it was never my passion, it just was, you know, it was an opportunity thrown at me, I seen I could make money off of it, I started doing it, so mm-hmm. it's the same thing, you know, with how I handle every situation, but now I see, I'm like, okay, being a businesswoman that I am, I'm not making any profit, but it could still, you know, I, it could still work. Yeah, because you got the I whole love and hip hop. Show someone else how to do it. Mm-hmm. And you have the whole love and hip hop platform mm-hmm. um, that you started with. Um, so how is it being on love and hip hop? And do you feel like that made you even more popular than you already were, or people already knew you? So, um, as far as my ego and me, it didn't do nothing for me because I'm already used to like people knowing who I am. But what I can say is that it definitely broadened my fan base like instead of it just being you know black middle-aged people it was white old women that work at starbucks like oh my god you're miami tip it's kids that are like five years old because their mm-hmm. mom let them watch whatever oh my god miami tip like you know it mm-hmm. it, it broadened it in, in in that aspect um loving hip-hop definitely helped the brand mm-hmm. it definitely helps the brand Okay, so you saying as far as helping artists now, you want to do film production, you want to produce videos, or you want to well, actually... right now, I'm actually managing Suki Hana. I don't know, you know her okay. on Instagram. That's, I don't... With, that's with Chaotic, the girl? Yeah, that they okay. always doing videos, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going, like, extremely well. Um, I've been believing in her and trying to make plays for her, even while I was doing music, because I, I already knew like two years ago that I was gonna start exiting left. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew that I wanted to help someone and I had talked to a couple of girls, but I did, they didn't have that star quality and mm-hmm. until um, I, see, I ran across her and I just believed in her and like for a year straight, she didn't even know what I was doing behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I called her when I had everything in motion and okay. then she flew down here um, two days after we talked and it, everything's history now you know well i was gonna say something that i shouldn't say but oh an exclusive just tune into susan uh, season three <laughs> on love and hip-hop miami but uh yeah when does that start matter of fact uh, shit. uh we're supposed to start in january okay so cool. hopefully um but yeah so that i'm doing that um i got my book I'm in school for film production because I want to make my book a series. Mm. So that it, the film production never had anything to do with music or me trying to do music videos or anything. But what happened was 
my homeboys were in town. They wanted to shoot a video. They like tip, direct it. Mm-hmm. So I directed the video and it came out really, really dope. So I don't you think like, I would do it for anyone else. I don't know. But I direct all my own videos. Like I come up with all the, the concepts. I, I show the, the director, like, well, the videographer, how I want it shot, the angle I want it from. I'm, mm-hmm. So maybe I've been a director. I just didn't know it. No, because I've been tapping into the movement. I always loved the way you came off. And I felt like she could make it as an artist because she really have a real story. It's not mm-hmm. like something trying to put together so you know i I have been rooting for you heavy Mm -hmm. so when i saw that i'm like oh no she's not gonna do it anymore but i I understand now talking to you like two hundred fifty thousand dollars and you know that's a lot of money to be spending right it's a lot and a lot of it came from the studio and from those videos because all my videos were like big budget videos and they look good. They do look good, but that was retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but now, but now you know better. How do you, how does it feel as far as just being a woman overall, like in the music industry? Um, it's no problem for me because I mean I hear people, women always have like these stories or like how men try them. I just feel like if you go in with your business face and your business game, everybody's gonna know you mean business and nobody's gonna try you. Like with Fetty Wap, um, that was like my first. Was that my no? That was not my first major feature, but it kind of was on that level. Um. With him, I went to him with the money. Yeah, he tried to holler at me. He tried to go come upstairs to the hotel, whatever, whatever, after the he had a concert or whatever. I was like, look, I got this money. I just paid you for my feature, and you want me to go upstairs with you? No, I'm from That's Miami. It don't work like that. <laughs> that, right. that. It don't work like that. But I feel like, you know, you go with your business. It, had I went upstairs, he never would have took me serious. He might have wrote a song. I would have been out there as a little whore in the game. Now everybody that I go to is expecting what he had. You know what right. I'm saying? So I don't play those type of games. And I, um, for being a woman, shit, I like. I think it's it's a plus being a woman in the industry. Mm-hmm. Just being able to, you know, a strong woman, hustle, right? You know, I like, like it. Men. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> you a hustler anytime in the. You still dancing right now sometimes too. Yeah, yeah. You still hustling out mm-hmm. there. You know, I don't. I think like when I when I don't do it, I just feel like I'm missing out on so much free money because I really don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't do anything. Yeah, you don't have to blessing. do all the like, cold tricks and stuff no more. And everything. Knock on wood mm-hmm. for God just takes all my money away. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm not. Uh, I say you're not really doing. Are you like on the pole and stuff like that? Because I see most of the time. I do just, it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it. Um, would you ever consider teaching pole classes? Is no. that something? No. I don't have the patience. <laughs> and I didn't take pole classes, so I wouldn't even know how to teach someone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't have the patience. Yeah. Okay, so what do you feel like um what's the next step from here, you would say, with everything um, you have going on? Right now my main focus is finishing this script, these well, these scripts and this uh pitch package that I'm trying to get for uh my series. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is gonna be I think it's gonna be big. Um, there's a lot of people that are like interested in it and they're like white people that don't even know this life and mm-hmm. they're really like going crazy over it. Um, That's great. So I'm really trying to finish that. That takes, writing just takes a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to get in that creative mind and you have to always be in that mode. So like some days I won't write, 
even though I know that I should be writing. But that's what I'm focused on. Um, finishing this pitch package so that I can get these series started. That's wonderful. And where can they find the book at right now? The book is on Amazon Kindle Books. Amazon. Okay. And also, as far as relationships go in the music business, mm-hmm. how do you deal with that Um is it a babe right now? Who, Is me? It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's never a babe. It's a roster right now. Show me the way. I'm trying to it get It ain't no out. roster because I got a lot. It's like, if you're not bringing nothing to the table. Hello. Like, when I was younger, it was cool to date around and stuff. But I don't even, like, I got so much going on. And right now, people, men's mind, with this whole social media and all that stuff, Tell you really got to be truth. careful. And, their minds is really trying to on fuck the for cloud stuff, and, for, and then it's like for me, it's every I can't even have a conversation with someone. I'm like, okay, so what's your goal? Well, I want to get two million followers on Instagram, like, or That's I'm about your goals to and life? like I'm just like I'm really right now. I don't think no one could mentally stimulate me. Well, and I haven't came across them yet. Maybe I'm not in the right places or not looking in the right places, but mm-hmm. it ain't no bay. <laughs> Everything has changed so much too. Like even with the clubs, like I it's don't so know. boring now. Oh like my I God. like to Are go they throwing money anymore go, for real. People always ask me about live, and I'm like, I really don't like live on Sunday. I like live on Wednesday and on Friday when the people are pulling up in Ubers and everybody's getting drunk and everybody's dancing. Like the club is moving because they're white and mm-hmm. they're having a good time. You go to live on Sunday, they're black. Everybody's looking to see how many bottles the other table got, what shoes you got on, what clothes you got on. Like even me getting dressed for live on Sunday is just so fucking complicated. Complicated, stressful. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like oh my god, like. It's not even fun. When like I can go on a Wednesday and throw on a wife beater and some jeans and some sneakers and have the time of my life. But I just, it's the urban culture that mm-hmm. is like that with the whole social media thing. Renting cars to look like they got it. Yes. Renting the fake jets to take pictures and all that the stuff. The dudes like, with the Fashion Nova chains on. Yes. It's, it, it's, a, it's the urban culture. It's not the whole social media society. It's just the, it, us. Mm-hmm. So what would be an ideal man for a tip drill, though, if, you know, when that time comes? Just somebody with ambition, of course, a lot of money. Yeah, my, I mean, <laughs> we, could, we could come up together. It's cool. You just got to, I mean, you can't be broke, but because my bills are high. But, <laughs> you know, ambition, you got to have a goal. You got to have goals mm-hmm. and be real. Um, nice teeth, clean mm. sneakers. Like, smell good. Smell good. Mean? I was about to say I like good smelling cologne. Um, nails. I like clean nails. Man, like men that get manicures, I love it. I'm a sucker for that. Um, smart and just someone that I can have around my son and my son look up to. You know what I'm saying? That I wouldn't mind. Um, f- yeah. And shout out to your son. I feel like I've watched him grow up in the last <laughs> yes. few years. Like what? From he's like a, a little now. boy. And then he's like, so Dude. like it has to be the right man that I have. I don't bring anyone around my son. Um, he's very well spoken. He's like he go. He's um. How do you say? Like he's he goes against all odds. Like what people would expect. My child, I guess me being 
a black woman, me being a dancer, you know, me coming from the hood, the way that I am, real ratchet, they would expect my son to be like crazy, like mm-hmm. other dancers, some, some, you know, <laughs> like, but my son is very well spoken. He's very like, his grades are great. Um, he's respectful. His football is amazing. Uh, his mentality is amazing. He's, I, I always say that he acts older than I do. Like he's, he's the adult and I'm the kid. Cause I'll be like, Sam, he'd be like, ma. oh that's what's up that's beautiful to hear and just to keep it straight raw because i'm pretty sure you know people want to know as far as like sex goes if you could say one of your favorite or most memorable crazy experiences Mm. (laughs) i just want to know the people you know i know they want to know like something crazy because one thing I can say you're good at, and that's why I know this book is so good, is telling the stories. Like you gotta read it. I cannot wait to get into it. You, you know what I'm saying? To. Like, does it talk about some of those crazy experiences yes, and stuff like that? It does. I've it heard does. that I've, book is really good, and I'm not just saying it because I mm-hmm. wrote it. And I read that book like every three months. I read it, and every time I read it, it's like the first time mm-hmm. I read it and I wrote it. It's, I, I can't wait to get into it. I can't wait to hear all the stories and stuff. Because like I said, on Twitter, used to have me <laughs> tuned in. And what? I'm so mad with my Twitter account. It just like it locked me out. So oh. I never got back into Twitter. Like I didn't create. I think I create. I did create another account, but it wasn't. I wasn't like into it. That's when I moved to Instagram because Instagram was already out, but I was still on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go on Instagram, but when they locked oh, so you me got out, suspended. I don't know what they did. I just couldn't get get in it. And I was so mad because that was my story time. I had a lot of followers. Like, Meek was following me. Khaled was following me. Everybody was following me on Twitter. And then they just locked me out. Mm, they just freed me. So, <laughs> I know I know how that feels. I know how that feels. I see how you buck my question. It's okay, though. What we going to get them. Oh, the sex question. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, my craziest sex experience? I'm asking this because... Um, last week we talked about this song that everybody's been going crazy about and everybody made a big deal about Big Sean making um, Janae Aiko come nine times, right? He said that or she said that? He said that mm-hmm. in the song or whatever. So, <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's been going crazy and I'm, you know, I spoke about my experience last time on the podcast. So I'm just like, I'm just interested, like craziest sex experience. I don't know. I had a lot. I'm like very sexual, so I, <laughs> I can't even think of that because I think they're all normal. I don't know. I'm scared to even know what normal means to you right now, but yeah, because I am straight wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all good. I appreciate you for definitely stepping, by, stopping by. No they definitely gonna check out bottom line i know i am i can't wait to read and see all the stories and hear some of these crazy experiences you it's know it's gonna be good yes yeah, so appreciate you real quick tell them where they could follow you at everything is miami tip 305 miami tip 305 and um before you go i gotta get you on these nolies you know cupcakes and we going to get some more Bel Air in the system and we going to come back with these hot topics that I know you guys have been looking forward to hearing this week. So make sure you keep it locked right here to Straight Raw. Yeah.
Ya, yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> So shout out to Miami Tip came through, blessed us with that exclusive right there. I'm so excited to read this book. I'm looking forward to um, seeing everything she has going on in the future because I know she is a certified hustler. So I always will have love and respect for her. Appreciate her for coming through. But um, shout out to the straight raw team, though. You feel me? Kicking down the door because we got to get into these hot topics real quick. Go ahead. Introduce yourself to the people. Hey, it's your girl Shay Bay in the building. What's good, y'all boys? It's Envy. Yeah, 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 yeah. What? Why you always gotta say what's you good? You are so freaking like... dead county, dog. What's good, y'all boys? <laughs> for real, for real. But yeah, it's a few hot topics that um, you know, it's been trending on social media and going on this week that I want to discuss and get into as I was eating my Noli's cupcakes and sipping Bel Air, you know, five. at the break. <laughs> you feel me? But um, yeah, shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith and the Red Table Talk. I love that show. Um, her last guest actually was T.I. And we spoke about this on Hot Topics a few weeks ago about um, the comments that he made about his daughter Deja and going to her gynecologist appointments to see if her hymen was still intact. So, you know, that has social media basically in an uproar and um, he really didn't say too much about it. And, you know, T.I., we already know expeditiously he's going to have something to say. <laughs> but <laughs> he had nothing to say until he got... Um, to red table talk. I don't know, Shay. Did you were you able to find a clip or nah? Um, no. Um, but I did see a couple people making comments that um they just feel like it was completely unnecessary for him to have gone on red table talk because they feel like it did more damage than good. Um, because they felt like he just went there and still reinforced the old the old way of thinking like the old dad way of thinking that yes very patriarchal and when they brought that word up he was like oh kind of like what's that or i'm not understanding that concept and it's like i saw somebody tweet that is this the person that y'all want to say is a head um heading the black community and the black culture on the timeline that when we bring up certain issues he doesn't fully understand it and um it was just crazy i just feel like if i was deja i'd be pretty embarrassed to be honest like i just feel like ti kind of missed the point with some of the clips that i saw um that he basically was reinforcing the same thing that it's okay if his if his son walks into his house and get someone pregnant it's not as bad as if his daughter were to walk in his house and be pregnant it's basically the gist 
of one of the comments he made on Red Table Talk. In my personal opinion, I don't think that's a great um, ideal because I feel like young men need to be accountable as well. If you're going to be sexually active, your children, it should be, you should be held accountable. Not only are you a woman, but also as a male. But so, he feels like this is my daughter's her coochie. This is my right to go and figure out or make sure she's making the right decisions in life. So it's just like so it's not I okay under- for his son to do the same. No, I mean, I, I understand, but I feel like people. I feel like it was kind of ridiculous for him to even mention that on social media. If that's something yeah. they do privately, it's like yo, keep that yeah, you know that to, to himself. But. I'm not going to super be mad like, oh, he's checking on his daughter to see whatever. Like, this Well, is- according to him, he he said he never mentioned any details as to when it happened, um, what actually happened. He said her mom was there and that basically it happened when she was 15 and not when she was 18 and whatever and blase, blase. So I guess he went into more detail as to what actually happened, but he did apologized to her directly and said look deja i'm sorry i'm sorry baby girl whatever but he basically was saying i'm not apologizing to anybody else i'm mm-hmm. apologize to my daughter for bringing that publicly it's like some shit need to be left off of social media though bro that's the thing that's driving me crazy with everything with social media like people that's, go that's embarrassing on it body. is well that's humiliating it I is. think that was my biggest thing. It wasn't even about that. It was just the, me thinking of myself as a teenage girl and how I would be mortified if my mom or dad ever put my business out like yeah. that. How embarrassed I would be. never so. told a soul and he probably just put it out there like that. Right. Somebody did make a point and they said that it's different for when a teenage boy have a child at an early age and when a teenage girl has a child at an early age because it takes a, whole, a toll on the whole family because the boy... He can up and leave, and she has to be with the kid 24-7, and she's going to need that assistance. Mm -hmm. So, I get where he's coming from with that, but... Luckily for me, I didn't get pregnant the last person I was with because I definitely would have had an abortion party. But I mean, Jesus. that's hey, another oh, story. We're going to end the show right here. We're going to end the podcast right here. That would the first time they would have heard of that, an abortion party. Everybody she come and bring money. Right <laughs> now nah, I'm just, now I'm not playing. Anyway, going on, speaking about social media and just how people love putting their business. I don't know if you've seen about this Ray J and Princess like the love drama that's been going on with them like i just feel that's another situation where it's like why we got to be in your game room like everybody knows your business now this is not just a relationship like you are married like so why does everybody have to know i mean yeah people go through things but that doesn't mean hey let's go to social media and air it out like what happened i hate the fact that we don't have conversations like we used to. People don't communicate. Everything is like, yo, this is your marriage, bruh. Like, once you do that, whether you want to take them back after the fact or not, it's like you done put it out there for the world Everything to see. For public like, consumption, right. For people to oh criticize my gosh, and, and put their two cents and, and apart, oh, it wouldn't be me. And you right. don't know what you would do if you was in that situation. I ain't gonna lie, I feel like. Celebrities, they need to cut that shit out. Keep your business off of social media because you're not regular Facts. people. People are going to tear down your relationship. Like, Facts. And they don't really know what's going on. If you want to stay with that person, be with that person. 
people out your game room yeah like just keep that shit to yourself because honestly we don't care and people like they get a kick out of shit like that for real that's why my nigga elbow would never make it on social media so i'm my fighting guys literally, <laughs> literally i tell my i tell my people this every day i'm like you will know who i'm gonna who i'm gonna be with when i'm married yeah, I don't want to put people love to embarrass you these <laughs> days. I'm gonna post my nigga, bitch. If you got something to say, what's good? Hey, I, I mean, well, Meg the Stallion said that in her last <laughs> song. She said in her last song with um, what's his name, Money Bag, yo. But look, she got a new freestyle out right now where she's like, oh, I'm Meg single. says she ain't got no ring on that finger. Oh, she's 24 okay. years old. It's, she's single. Ah. Right. <laughs> I okay. can't do it like that. <laughs> but she was showing the club with Trey Songs the other night and got, you know, went viral for being booed up. And, um, you know, she cleared up the, the rumor and she let it be known that she's single. But, um, you know, you can't even stand next to a nigga these days without you talk to him or you smash them like she can't just be enjoying herself with her friend and got invited to a party no all of a sudden she was like you know y'all want me to be a hoe so bad but it's just like even if they were like isn't that their business you know what's so crazy about social media is that what i found funny is that they went viral twice within two weeks When they were hanging out during Halloween, they were damn near calling my dog. Shout out to Trey. Hey, Trey. Um, <laughs> what? They were damn near calling Trey a, a predator because he was trying to make Megan drive the boat. And they said he was looking. Why is this grown ass man hanging out with a 24 year old? Don't you have something better to do? Go raise your son. And I'm like, they both people grown. can't have fun. No. I'm not understanding. Like, they go no. out to a Halloween party. They're drinking, having a good time. And all of a sudden, Trey's a predator. Then two weeks later, they go viral in, in the club, booed up. Oh, I'm so here for this oh my god megan and trey so which is it please let me know guys we, we just got to get on the same page That's like which is it is he a predator or y'all want them to be be together like i'm really confused. whatever's cool for the moment you know people just go with whatever the flow of things is because when she was with money bag yo it was all oh, relationship goals and all I this stuff just so feel like people the opposite sex can't be friends and i'm mm. not gonna lie that happened to me a lot because i got a lot of homeboys i be writing i'm like I would never post this nigga if I was talking to him or be writing him like that. The ones that I really be fucking with, bitch, you is you not okay. You'll never me. know. Not, not even an like elbow, it. according to everybody. Bitch, you better be. If your elbow made the cut, nigga, no face, you, no case. Yo, right. consider yourself lucky, bitch. But. Unless I'm in a relationship because I don't mm-hmm. mind fighting. Look, she got you a reiterate day. Why don't you this evening? Make, no, like, something make you like them, to tell us about? Nah, I gotta let them hoes know. Make oh, cupcakes, okay. bro. Make cupcakes. Oh, okay. okay. But uh, money bag, y'all said they on a they on good terms. So I'm confused. Like making saying they single money bag, y'all did an interview I just saw the other day where he said, "Oh, nah, we good. Y'all don't watch the what the media say." So I'm. And okay, then he also what? a week ago was having a publicity stunt, saying in his um, stories that the whole relationship was a. Publicity center. Everybody knows he's been dealing with some chick for ten years. I mean, years, that's the so. rumor that's going so, on in the industry. She so. made it very clear. Ain't no ring on her finger, and she is single. So live your best life, Megan. Please live your please, best please, life, please, girl. Please do. Let yes. people enjoy things, guys. Enjoy your experience. Enjoy your moments. You she feel me? Yes, yeah, exactly. So. Girl, do your thing, honey. But speaking of a tragedy, I saw this week on social media 
Did you see this girl? How do you pronounce it? Jocelyn? Joycelyn Savage. Joycelyn Savage. Why well, I always fuck people name us? Let me know where it. That's Joycelyn Savage, R. Kelly's um one of his girlfriends. Yeah, uh, the the two girls that did the interviews earlier on this year, Joycelyn Savage and uh Azriel Clary, mm-hmm. they uh, uh okay, well, two social media accounts popped up, one for Joycelyn and one for Azriel. So apparently uh this random IG popped up that claims to be Joycelyn cuz you know R Kelly is locked up at the moment um saying that she wants people to join her Patreon. So Patreon is basically a platform where people share content and you basically pay for it to support the creator. So basically she says she would be sharing her story on there and basically like you have to subscribe for like $9 a month or something like that. Get but there's the no fuck out there's here. no evidence to prove that this is really her because apparently she posted a picture on the IG account and somebody listen the power of the internet Beyonce's they will find internet. You Listen, they backtracked the picture and realized that it wasn't a picture from 2019, it was a picture from 2017. So they like, bitch who the fuck is this person for real, dog? Oh, wow. I didn't hear that part of the story. Yeah. I just automatically assumed, like, oh, the money is low. They ready to talk now. <laughs> I mean, the they money is low is what I'm hearing. But they don't know if it's really her or not. Because basically the story that she's telling, it, this, somebody was like, this is basically the R. Kelly documentary. You ain't telling us nothing new underneath the sun, sis. So is this even really her or... That's what people are saying at this point. They don't know if it's a real account or not. So they basically paying money to hear a story that may not be legit. Because it oh. may not be her. Wow. People so damn okay. messy. Crazy. All I heard was just mess all... That's all <laughs> and then the other the other girlfriend came out with an IG. But she came out with an actual video to show her face. And she said mm-hmm. that she's going to go live soon. And that she's going to be posting content soon. So I don't know what that means, but... Damn. Damn, homie. It's getting real out here because Kel's been locked up, you know? This might be Trump Tower what about to be up. Him, He's about to be up, so. This might put him under the jail, finally, Damn. at this point, because it's just like they were kind of the last two that was on his side and just saying how he was such a good guy, but. That shit is crazy, though. I can't even step in the lame, n- name of love no more like I used to. Like, <laughs> I know, that shit man, feel crazy so to just know, like, <laughs> that and <laughs> Bill Cosby, them were my two biggest disappointments. Like, it's so hurtful, man. Especially yeah. Cosby, like, damn, dog, you raised me, nigga. Like, cause like, I, I gotta catch myself sometimes because I remember I heard an R. Kelly song come on and I was about to, I you was about to, to a little in, bit. And I was like, God, oh, damn. Man, I'm out what's the fr- like, okay, what's the first thing you think of when you think about R. Kelly? Go. Rapist, duh. <laughs> My telling me no. Wow. I'm I just think body. about P and O's. Like, I don't know. It's just like, ugh, Kelly P. Like, <laughs> damn. Like, pissy motherfucker. You. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> moving on to, you know, something very positive that we do every week. Um, We want to give a special cheers to success to the one and only Nicki Minaj. Yeah, Tanya Mirage Petty. Yes, and why she is getting the Bel Air cheers to success this week is because she's the first artist in history to have 
a number one on all of the Billboard charts. I'm talking about hip hop, R&B, pop, dance, electric, reggae, gospel, and Latin. Listen. Cheers Black to success to her because, you know, a lot of people have been on the Nikki hate train um, recently with all the new girls coming out and stuff. And it's like, to me, you cannot take away the legendary greatness that she brought into the game for a decade strong. She was like, you know, holding it down. So she just got that um, recently number one on all That's the billboard charts. Who could really say? That, like, Who gospel, could say? Latin. And not just the first female. I'm talking about artists. Artists, period. period. Men, females in history um, that has done that. I'm still so. stuck on the gospel part. Yeah, she had that song with Tasha Cobbs. Because mm-hmm. um, I had completely forgot about that. So when I saw Gospel, I was like, what? I had to look it up. But, I mean, shout out to Nikki for real. Like, I, I understand, like, lately it's been a lot of... um hate towards her because of everything that's been going on lately but at the same time i'm not going to be biased Nicki minaj held that shit down for 10 years straight Straight like and let's be real let's not act like when pink friday dropped nigga you was is that moment for life was on that moment for life it's moment (laughs) for life but I mean, she did what she had to do, Nikki. Go ahead, start your family. You feel me? Do what you got to do. Exactly. Moment, mm-hmm. I just feel uh, so I'm like feeling it. herself right now, and she guys. Gave us Piggy. Yes, and can we speak about it? Can we just even talk I about mixtape, Nikki? Oh my God. <laughs> no, they, hey, listen. When they came out, you cannot tell me you was not vibing. I was really, you know, vibing. Nicki Minaj hard. I was on a plane with Dwayne. Listen, I'm about to listen to that. Nicki, I'm about to listen to mixtape Nicki on my way home. All right, for sure, for sure. Real quick, tell them where they could follow you at. Um, thank you so much for these cupcakes. I'm so excited. Thank you so much, Nolis, for sponsoring tonight's podcast with these delicious, deculent. Mm. Mouth-watering Ooh. cupcakes. Yes. <laughs> they keep getting on me because of my sexy voice, y'all. Yes. <laughs> right, Nola? <laughs> and where can we find um, Nolis at? Instagram and Twitter at underscore Nolis underscore. It's spelled underscore N-O-L-E-E-S underscore. Um, Nolis Bakery on Facebook. That's with an apostrophe S. Um, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at EnvyMe. It's spelled E-N underscore V-Y underscore underscore M-E. All right, Shay, babe. Okay, you can follow me at on Instagram, S-H-A-Y underscore B-A-E 89. And on Twitter, Viva Lachey, V-I-V-A-L-A-S-H-A-Y. Just difficult. For sure. Um, don't judge me, okay? No lease underscore underscore underscore. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, you, yeah, Nola. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can find me at Empress Raw because I'm bike, boy. They don't free bike. She bike. I'm bike. They, they don't, they don't free my dog. They don't free I'm my dog. Um, Twitter no. account. So make sure you follow me at Empress Raw. That was a cheers to success for me this week when my account came back and um. I try to hold a real nigga down, but you not. I'm back. Shout out to um Kasim Crummy King. Um yeah, but follow me at Empress Raw on Twitter and Instagram. Shout out to Munch, you feel me? Trapping ain't dead. Appreciate you for the sound. 
um, Papa Boy King and Bola V. Also, Appreciate make sure that. you log on to straightraw.com. Yes. Also, follow It's Straight with an 8 Raw yes, on yes. Twitter and on Instagram. Right. Straightraw.com is S-T-R, the number 8, R-A-W.com. Once again, shout out to Miami Tip for coming through. Shout out to Jax, the messenger. Yes, um, make sure you follow him and find out about all the wonderful, great things that he's Doing. I can't wait to get my, you know what I'm saying, a little sweatsuit and my little merch from the messengers, you know. But um, yeah, that's coming soon. And make sure um you keep it locked and tell a friend, comment, like, subscribe, straight raw. We back and 2020 is gonna get even bigger and better than Sheesh. ever. We back, I'm back in my bag, you feel me? I'm gonna shut the fuck niggas in the bad energy. <laughs> we here now, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Until the next time, y'all. I'm out. Shout out to Bel Air for always providing the vibes. Yes, Simmit. Yeah.